Jesus seems today to express that our experience in eternity will be the opposite of what we experience in this life. Seems to say that there's an inverse relationship between what we experience here on earth and what we will experience in heaven or eternity. We have the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Um, Luke does a great job of kind of like really drawing this picture and helping us really imagine and um, really be able to see what is happening. You have this rich man, he's wearing purple, he eats very well. He has everything good, and then there's Lazarus, who's basically right on his doorstep, the rich man's doorstep. You can almost picture every day when the rich man goes out, he actually just steps over Lazarus, doesn't even care about uh, the poor man, and goes on with his day. So much so, this picture is so vivid that Luke tells us that dogs would come and lick the sores of Lazarus, just laying there. Imagine a dog just coming to lick his sores. And so they both die, and we hear that the rich man, he goes to the netherworld, he goes to hell, where Lazarus goes to Abraham, he goes to heaven. And the rich man who's in torment says to Abraham, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and to cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. And Abraham replies, My child, remember that you received what was good during your life, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Seems to be, he's saying that if we experience good in this life, we'll have bad in, in the next, or if we experience bad in this life, good in the next. And we know this isn't an absolute necessary principle. For example, not only can sin lead you to hell, but it can make us very, very miserable and suffer in this life. So you can have a miserable life and have a miserable eternity. But you also can be blessed with material goods in this life and reach heaven. But there is some truth to what Jesus is saying, otherwise he wouldn't have said it. There's some inverse relationship between what we experience here on earth and what we'll experience in eternity. So we can seek pleasure, riches, honor, power in this life, and comfort, and it may lead us to eternal misery. But on the other hand, we can realize that every act of penance, every sacrifice we make, will be rewarded by God in eternity. And the lives of the saints demonstrate this. They lived such a detachment from the things of this world. They sacrificed time and time again earthly pleasures that they are now rewarded with eternal fulfillment and happiness in heaven forever. So there's some inverse relationship between what we experience in this life and the life to come. The last couple weeks, our theme, I've been preaching a series on investing in Queen of Peace. Investing our time here by joining our various groups, going to masses, praying more, enrolling our kids in the school, I've preached about investing in our talents here, 
using our gifts for the various ministries that we have and can offer. And again, you can sign up for those in the gathering space. Today is the third installment of our series on investment, and I'm focusing on investing our treasures, investing our treasure here in Queen of Peace. Because Jesus asks us to give from our poverty and not our surplus. God asks that we offer him our first fruits and not the leftovers. And while it can pinch and sting to give generously to God and his church, there also is a freedom and a peace that comes from detaching ourselves from the material goods of this life and trusting more in God's providence. I acknowledged in the previous weeks that we have limited time and limited treasure And I'm asking you to invest more of it here, even if it means you're not spending much time and talent elsewhere. And today I'm acknowledging that you have limited treasure. But I'm even asking you to take it from other things and to invest it here at Queen of Peace. I have no problem, I have no shame in asking for you to invest more of your treasure here. Why? Because I believe in our parish, I believe the culture and the community that we are building here is worth your investment. Again, you and your family will directly benefit from it, but also you are building something, building something great, a community and a culture that will bear fruit for generations to come. We have new families here. We can all see that. New families, we need you to register and to contribute financially either through envelopes or through online giving. We have registration sheets in the gathering space. You can grab them after Mass. If you're already budgeting and contributing, please consider increasing your investment to Queen of Peace, even by 5 or $10 a week. We need everyone to be invested. It's a team game. It's a family here as a parish, and we need everybody. But we also have some here who have been blessed with relatively greater material material goods and resources, a greater amount of treasure. And you especially can, can do great good for your parish. In Luke's Gospel, there's this curious short paragraph. It almost seems as if Luke just puts it in there to try to connect two stories that are going on. It's at the beginning of his eighth chapter. He says that Jesus was journeying from town to town with the twelve apostles, along with some women and others who gave them and provided for them from their resources. They did what? They provided for Jesus and his apostles from their resources. Jesus, he didn't have a lot of money. The apostles didn't have a lot of money. Yet there were, in particular, these women who provided for Jesus' mission. They invested in his movement that he was starting. Everyone here can contribute something. But I also believe that there are parishioners here who are called to be like those women, providing out of their resources for our mission here. These women provided for them because they had the material means, And they believed in the mission. I believe our mission today is the same as Jesus' 2,000 years ago. 
to bring people to the fullness of the gospel, to save souls, to build a culture and community where people come to know God and his plan for them. Those people invested in Jesus' mission, they surely experienced a great deal of joy and contentment, knowing that Jesus' mission was impossible without their investment in it. Same thing goes for each and every one of you here. You will also have the joy of knowing that the good that is happening here at Queen of Peace is impossible without your investment. For example, you're helping keep this building running by investing in Kevin Coyle and our custodians here at the parish. All of you, you're helping our young people and not-so-young people come to know Jesus and his church by investing in Becca Swanson. You're helping our children know their identity as beloved sons and daughters of God and their mission in life by investing in our principal, Mr. Douglas, and our top-notch teachers and staff. And you're investing in me, which I am most grateful for. My friends, God has blessed us abundantly. He has given us a mission here at Queen of Peace. I hope you can see it. I hope you believe in it. I hope you choose to invest even more in this mission. And not only will you see the fruits of your investment, but God will reward you eternally. As we learn from the gospel, all the good things we sacrifice here will be rewarded with good things in heaven. My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented.